How's it going, Shaq? Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's all right. How there are you go. doing? I'm I'm good. I'm good. Uh admittedly, like I feel like like you ever do something that like you feel like you should get more props for? Mm. And like you don't. Maybe. You, like, so this is the situation, right? Like, my uh so my wife, uh, she is pretty sure she broke the stove. Okay. Right? She <laughs> broke the stove. Uh-huh. So she was like, hey, I feel bad. You know, she asked me to check it out. I tried to fix it. I looked into it. I had the manuals. I was going crazy. Mm-hmm. Brought my dad over. We can't figure it out. And then uh, we, after, like, messing around with it, we saw that we needed to get, like, an, a part. And the part cost half of the price of the stove. Oh, wow. So I was like, I got to buy a stove, right? It is right. what it is. So I bought a new stove. Now, I like, now listen, she felt bad. Right, mm-hmm. she's like I, I know because she she knows she broke it. Mm-hmm. She was like cleaning and moving stuff, and the, and the part that and the way she moved it, she knows led to that breaking. Okay, right now, as a husband, I feel like that's fucked up. I can't make her feel bad about like cleaning the house. A B, realistically, you cook ninety percent of the meals here. Right, you were gonna break the stove. Like right. it wasn't because you did something wrong. Right, it's just you're the one handling it. So yeah. Like, don't feel bad about breaking the stove. You know what I mean? It is, like, if I fuck up the car, like, it's on me. I drive more. You know, mm-hmm. like, it is what it is. So, like, I, I took I took that. I was like, yo, don't even think like that. It's all good. You know what I mean? Then I looked at the stoves that was available. She likes to bake. I said, yo, why don't we splurge on a stove? Because you like baking. You get a stove that, like, isn't just for the crib, but, like, that you, like, love and helps you do what you do. Okay. Let's, let's use this occasion. Cool. She pick out a crazy stove. I say, <laughs> yo, this is the budget. <laughs> it's how much the old stove costs. This is how much I could spend, uh-huh. which was uh, 50% more than the previous stove would have cost to buy again right now. Right. So whatever that price is, 50% more of that price I'm now paying for the stove. Uh-huh. And she looked at the stove and said, cool, I want this one that costs 50% more than that one. <laughs> right? So now I'm double the stove right. on a stove, you know, that I wouldn't have needed. You know what I mean? This is what it is, you mm-hmm. know? And on top of that, the way she broke the stove, only broke the oven. I don't eat shit from the oven. Only thing that's from the oven is the cookies. I'm, I'm, also, I'm on the top. Right. Right? Like, I'm everything fried on top. Uh-huh. I'm good. And, and all those things worked. So, like, to me, we broke the stove. All that did is, like, oh, so you ain't going to make cookies, but we can still eat. Mm-hmm. I could have replaced the stove a year from now and not noticed. Right. But I, I understand she bakes to feel better. hmm So this felt like a very, like, like... A little bit of me was like, yo, did you just fuck up the stove because you wanted more <laughs> oven space, right? No, right? But I know she didn't do it like that, so I was cool. So I I, 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 I let her pick. I gave I gave her the budget. I told her what we could afford. I said I could afford this, and I'm going to splurge a little more because I want you to get a nice stove. Mm-hmm. She went above that number. I got mm-hmm. that stove. It comes in. It gets delivered. I I get the install done on my own. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm hype. I'm like, all right, she's going to be happy. We got a brand new stove. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yo, shorty, the stove is here. She's like, cool. And turned back around and went back to bed. <laughs> okay. Like, no enthusiasm. All right. For the stove. Stove okay. showed up. Eight in the morning. I'm getting up for the stove. I don't give a fuck about. 
dealing with these people, mm-hmm. you know, stove gets installed. She give no like stove enthusiasm. Right. You know, so I'm like, yo, this fucked up. Like I did, I felt like this would have been like a, I'm ha- not even a thank you. I didn't need that, but mm-hmm. I wanted a, I'm happy. Right. You know what I'm saying? What else did she have going on? Oh, she a little sick. I know she got like a, she's been dealing with like uh the COVID stuff and like she, she like, she uh, a little under the weather. Okay. So keep that into account. Did you say anything to her about it? No, I wouldn't do that. Nah, nah. I only, I would only tell everybody else. <laughs> <in the world. laughs> oh. nah, like it, I, I figured out like a while ago that like none of my like actual family mm-hmm. uh, really listens to like my stuff. <laughs> okay. All so right. like I could talk on like a podcast mm-hmm. as long as like it's not a TV recording. Right. They don't pay album, attention. They don't pay attention. Word, so like, word. You know, this is what it is. You know, and I ain't mad at that, but it, it actually helps me because I can vent. <laughs> yes. You know, and like work through my process. Uh, okay. Know? I'm willing so, yeah. to bet she had two to three other things on her mind. Okay. And that when she saw that done, she was like, okay, great. And then went to whatever was next on the list of her brain. Right. And I don't think she did it, not in any way to slight you, which I don't think you feel like anyway. You just wish you had gotten a little more appreciation for it. Um, uh, she, who knows? She may also, I think you benefit from getting a new oven just as much as everyone else. Not everything you eat is from a flat top. <laughs> not everything you eat is from yeah. the stove top. There's something else for sure that you may not realize. Fair, um, fair. So, uh, but I, I think she may, cause that really feels like something I would do when I have like a million things going on. I'm like, okay, great. That's done. And then yeah. I go to the next thing. I bet that's what happened. Okay. But it didn't feel like, like to be clear, like I'm not mad. Yeah. You're like, not mad. Feel, yeah. I didn't feel like malice from her. Uh-huh. And I also, to be clear, I didn't want like a, yay, you did it. Cause I didn't do necessarily something that like warranted that. Yeah. But I want, I did think I did something that like would make her happy. Uh huh. You know? So I wanted to like, Oh, dope. Like I got this. Like when I get Jordans, I'm hyped. Right. Yeah, I thought I thought this was like her Jordan equivalent. It was, but she has how long has she been using it now? The stove? Yeah. Um, as of right now, it's been in the house four hours. Oh, bro. Like a part of me. Like <laughs> okay, look, stop. It's today. I'm tight, Sha. <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> You dork. Okay, look. <laughs> she will have her Jordan moment when she puts on her Jordans, i.e., okay. when she really uses that stove. Okay. okay. I don't I she may even say, Wow, like to you, like, man, look, this is so much easier with this new oven. She may even okay. say that to you. But um, okay. but she will definitely be like even if it's to herself at first once she feels better and she's up on her feet and she's able to like use it the way that she envisioned which is why she picked it out the minute she's able to do the thing that she has not been able to do because she not only because the other oven was broken but because she it didn't have the capability that's her jordan moment 
Okay. Okay. So it's so just going to take a little. That. Yeah. You just got to wait for that and then you will see it. Okay. I'll be patient. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm not be, normal. Yeah. Be patient. Four hours. Get. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Lord! <laughs> Listen, I share my faults on this podcast. Okay? You do. I admire <laughs> you for it. You really I'm, do. I, I, I'm trying to be better as a person, and I feel like that requires transparency about how you're feeling mm-hmm. and listening to other logical people tell you, "Nah, that's wrong." Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what we do. You know, that's how I get better as a people. Yeah, you know, we we should all do that more. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, <laughs> it's not my strong point. I don't, I don't read those things well. I'm trying. I know, I know, and that's so funny that this four hour. Well, I'm glad that I caught you at the four hour mark because yeah. I'd hate for this to be like it's been a week <laughs> or something, and you've been kind of frosty and not realizing it. Nah, like shy. Like if if this would have been a day, mm-hmm. my tweets would have been wild. Yeah, yeah. So like, I'm glad it got real. <laughs> I'm glad that I I managed to get in there (laughs) before real damage was done. Oh, man. Let's do it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Fact check. Home COVID-19 tests were not designed to use water and other liquids, manufacturer says. That's right. There is no evidence to support social media claims that water droplets testing positive for COVID-19 are proof that the virus particles are in water supplies. What is happening? Who needed to know? <laughs> How many of y'all are doing this that this needed to be a statement? Okay. Oh Representatives for Abbott, the U.S. manufacturer of home COVID-19 tests, told uh, routers that uh, the tests are not being used as intended and that other liquids have chemical properties which can cause a chemical reaction on the test strip, resulting in misleading or inaccurate results. An example of the claim made in a video was posted to Facebook in, in December uh, 2021. When are y'all going to stop looking at fucking Facebook for anything? <laughs> I should have known it was some shit on Facebook. Yo, like this blows my mind. That the, the, like so many people were convinced of this. They're they not even they're statement. not even doing the fucking. OK, hold on. Let me read this part. <laughs> The 30-second clip does not show the test process from beginning to end, but does show the swab held in running tap water. (laughs) This is instead of the six drops of extraction regents specified in the kit's instructions. By the way, if you've used the kit, if you haven't, it comes with some droplets, some magic droplets. You got to put exactly six drops in a hole. You swab your nose. You stick it in where the stuff is. You twist it three times. You close it up, you let it do its thing for 15 minutes, right? That's what happens. You don't hold it under one running water. <laughs> you don't hold any test under running water. Like you don't check a pregnancy. You don't pee on a pregnancy test and then just rinse that off right quick. So that's <laughs> an issue. Um, let's see. A similar post featured a photo of a positive home test bearing the caption in part, quote, I really hope y'all don't drink faucet water. Y'all might not believe me, but the water tested positive for COVID. I test people every day. This is what I do at work, end quote. You don't use punctuation, but you test. <laughs> Anywho. The only, and I, I am saying this as a dummy, as a, a big old dummy. Um, when COVID is found in water, it's usually in wastewater. And that's because 
it shows up in your waist when you have it. Okay. Especially back when it was giving people diarrhea. Mm. Um, that when they found COVID in water, it was in wastewater. Huh. So unless you drink in wastewater, <laughs> what's happening? That's it. Also, who said, whoever said it was in the water? <laughs> Where did you that's even what, get that from? That's what's bothering me. Like how many of y'all are going around with this that A, someone had to test it and B, some of y'all saw that and were like, yeah, yep. that makes sense. Yep. I'm trying to tell you it's in the water. So, Whoa. oh, so great. So now you're just not going to drink water. You didn't need you. If, if you needed a COVID test to show you that COVID was in the water for you to not mess with water, you haven't been drinking water to begin with at all, at all all, with your dry ass. You know, you (laughs) (laughs) the hydrated brain thinking that it's in the water. Get out of here. Oh my God. Your skin must be so ashy. (laughs) My goodness. (laughs) So yeah, don't do that. Also, these tests are hard to come by for certain segments yeah. of the population. Why are you out here fucking around with tests and putting them in sinks? Come on, give me, B. give me, give me all your, give me all your tests back. Give me, give me your tests. <laughs> give me the part of the brain you're not using. Stop it. You don't deserve it. Okay, cut it out. It's not for you. Oh and wait, no, there's more. Oh no. Well, okay, further on it says. Reuters investigated claims that Coca-Cola produced positive COVID-19 tests in a December 2020 fact check. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yo. Again, to a store of drinks. This it's, reminds me of, like, when they were saying that, like, tropical fantasy kills sperm. Like, there was, like, that whole thing in New York. I don't know if it was, like, everywhere. That what, 50 Cent Soda. Oh, well, it probably was. I mean, if it's 50 cent, it probably was. <laughs> yeah, but they, like, they didn't inject like sperm killer in the soda. It killed your sperm because it was unhealthy for you. Yeah, yeah. Okay? That's on you. That's not. Don't put all that on tropical fantasy. <laughs> they were solving a market issue, okay? They saw a gap. Okay? People were thirsty and they only had 50 cent and they provided a solution. Okay? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's not. Mm-mm, don't worry about that. <laughs> The Coke is fine. The water is better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you have to. Man, if COVID was in the water, Atlanta would be gone. Atlanta would just disintegrate. (laughs) If COVID's in the Coca-Cola, the whole city gone. My whole city gone. (laughs) (laughs) Just gone. Uh, how ridiculous oh man pretty good uh tyler perry out there by himself (laughs) (laughs) oh man uh we we can't vaccinate uh the planet every six months says uh, (laughs) COVID-19 I don't know why that's so funny to me. That's so funny to me. That's such a fire quote, yo. Hey, y'all, we can't keep doing this shit. (laughs) Says man who made this shit. (laughs) Yo. That is perfect. <laughs> Andrew Pollard, one of the creators of the uh, 
uh, Oxford AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine has said uh, that giving people booster shots twice a year is not sustainable. Uh, speaking to the UK newspaper, The Telegraph, uh, Pollard said, we can't vaccinate the planet every six months. Shit, we barely <laughs> able to do it now. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, man. Pollard is a realist. Uh, he, uh, Pollard, who also heads up the UK's Joint Committee on Vaccination and Immunization, stressed the need to target the vulnerable going forward rather than administrating doses to all of those over 12 years old. Uh, more data is needed to ascertain whether, when, and how often these uh, those who are vulnerable will need the additional doses. Wow. I rock with this ideology. I mean, I think this is uh, where we're going. Because you have too many people that are already pushing back, obviously, on getting vaccinations. Um, so I do think this is kind of where we're heading. Essentially, I, I think uh, it'll kind of because I, I would assume it's going to be like the like the like the the shots they give you when you're a kid. Like so you need these before um, to attend school, and then once you're over eighteen, you you know if you want to get them, great. If you don't, rock. And then mm-hmm. if you're over like you know sixty, or if you have one of the like pre existing conditions. You should probably do this more often, right? But we right, can't right. force you, if you will. Um, but I do. I think that's the direction we're heading in, just because that's what people that are there are doing. As is, just they're just angry about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess it is just going to be. You know, it'll turn out like the flu shot, which I need yeah. to get. I need to get me a flu shot. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah, like I, I guess that is ultimately what it'll be like. Just another one of the ones that you got to get to go to school and people yell about those too. So just add it to the, add it to the pile. Yo, can I ask like, I don't know much about this stuff, obviously, but like, mm-hmm. why can't they have like a, like a vaccine, like, like a mixer, like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, this is the flu COVID shot. Like, why oh. can't they like blend it? Mm, I guess it's because, because they're viruses and they clearly mutate, I guess the thinking is you're never able to fully get whatever that, because, you know, every year the flu shot is a little different. Right. But that's the same thing, though. Like, because now I got to do, like, various shots every year. Like, when I take my kids, for example, they're like, oh, you got to get these five shots. So Mm -hmm. get these two this week, come back a month later, get the other three, so, like, we ain't stabbing your son Five times, <laughs> yeah. for that. you know, what I mean? <laughs> right? And I get that, but like to me, it was always like, "Yo, why don't you just get like the big tube, put all that shit in there?" I, I I'm willing to bet that um, it, it's a science thing that is beyond us. But yo. it may be once it mixes in that way, it's not exactly as effective. Like I, <laughs> I want like a vaccine smoothie, you know, like. Yeah, I don't. I, well, here's the thing. I don't think smoothies are as effective as people think they are. <laughs> you don't think kale and pineapple? And yeah, apple? I don't think that's really I don't know what that's supposed to be doing. But for a lot of people, in order to get that stuff down, you got to add honey. And so <laughs> what are we doing now? You know, like it's not. I I don't I don't know what it's supposed to do, but I know when I drink uh, like a green juice or something, it yeah. uh, in order for me to finish it, it needs to taste good. And so right. now I'm like, well, in order for it to taste good, <laughs> I'm sure I'm defeating the purpose <laughs> for my sweet tooth. Have an ass. Yeah. So I that might ultimately be why. But also, I think it's because of uh, the various mutations from year to year. 
Okay. That they change, you know, what is in the shot from year to year. And those changes might be too much to just constantly just throw them all in. Because, I mean, the thing with the with a smoothie is you know what it's going to be. It's going to be banana and strawberry. It's going to be pineapple and greens and okay. a little honey. And, a, you know, like it's sta- at no point in the following year is it like, oh, we we can't use that anymore. It's not effective. Now we're putting this in. You know, it's like a it's a constant. Now, nah, but like like when you like go out drinking like every year, like you might be a Henny dude, right? Mm-hmm. Like I drink Henny heavy. Right. But like every year there's like a new handy drink, you know? Right. So it still hits, but you need a different like, you know, like like if you was like a handy dude from like 98, you right. had like, you know, handy and hypnotic. Sure. You know? And then it was like, nah, be like, I'm getting older. I still need my handy, but I can't do the double alcohol. You switch to like handy and coke. Right. You know, then you older. Now you like, yo, I, I still want the coke. But I'm diabetic now, and you get handy with Diet Coke. Sure. You know, so um, like, I it's think still it's, the same thing. The difference there is that your alcoholism isn't changing from year to year. <laughs> 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 what is changing is what is making you switch out your mixer. Okay. Right? But so you are still adjusting for that. At no, I mean, at some point, you, you can't just throw. Uh, all the hennies and the mixers in one thing and just drink them all and be good with it. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I will say, I feel I feel like you're right. I also feel like if I brought this up at Johnson & Johnson, they would make it. See, don't bring it to Johnson & Johnson because they will make it. <laughs> don't go to the them. Tomorrow. Yeah, don't go to them. <laughs> Not Johnson & Johnson. <laughs> It'll be like new flu shock called Coco Loso. Yeah, don't you know do that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> oh man, uh, Washington football team to reveal its new name on February second, and it won't be the Wolves or the Red Wolves. Is that what we thought it might be? <laughs> Apparently, the Washington football team will reveal its new name on February second. Team President Jason Wright made the announcement on the team's website stating we can't wait to hit the ground running with our new team name and identity on a clear path, one without distracting obstacles, legal or otherwise, uh, otherwise being racist shit. Uh, the new name will not be the Wolves or Red Wolves, Wright said, after careful consideration. Oh, so they were thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Washington. I'm going to go out. I'm, just an idea. I know you probably already have it set, um, but. I feel like you want to avoid the word red altogether. Yeah. Right. I feel I, like. I felt like that was a safe call. I, I'm surprised that this close. That red wolves way. even came up means we did not listen during our training. <laughs> <laughs> when we had our diversity training meeting a year and a half ago, I feel like we didn't listen. <laughs> yeah, this bothered me with like uh, St. John's basketball. They did the same thing. Uh, and it's like, a, you know, like New York, uh, St. John's University was huge um, with, you know, this co- local college team. They were called uh, the St. John's Redmen. And similar okay. thing, it came up. It was a big deal. But New York being more progressive, they changed this to like the late 90s. Mm-hmm. They changed it to the Red Storm. So okay. <laughs> okay. I'm like, I guess it's, it's not a, it's not like a living thing. Right. But I'm like, yo, like you could have like 
chosen something without red in it. I feel like yeah. you left that in for the people that was like, nah, we really still want to say Redmond. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a mistake. <laughs> that, I don't think that was... <laughs> I, I will say, I I picked this article because I, I love... I love like when big businesses have to like have stupid announcements. (laughs) 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 Like just this whole idea that there was like a meeting where they were like, yo, everybody wants us to call it wolves. All right. So you got to get out there and tell them, Hey, we got a name and it's not wolves. Um, And we can't call it wolves because there's a lot of other teams called wolves. Mm -hmm. And if you want to cheer for a team named wolf, that's great but it has to be one of the other teams, not our team. Cause we can't legally use wolves because the <laughs> other teams already using wolves. Like are those are any, real, those are real statements they had to say. Are, are there, um, that's so funny. Are, are there any NFL teams called the wolves? No, but like, there's a lot of, there's a uh, pro teams and college teams. Okay. That own, like a lot of like wolves, like, or wolves yeah. extended team names. Well, I mean, I don't understand why we don't do it like high school, high school, and call everyone the the Wildcats. I'm with it. Just the Washington Wildcats, the fucking Atlanta Wildcats, just the <laughs> the, the New York Wildcats, the New Jersey Wildcats, like whatever. Yeah, I was so tight with my high school. We were the Terriers. I was like, yo, like how many <laughs> dog teams was in this league when y'all picked that name? That that was where y'all stood on. That's I, so funny. There was no like pit bulls, no Rottweilers, all of those team names. Just <laughs> yeah, taken. I don't think I want to fight. I don't know if I want to go up against the Rots. That's what <laughs> like, I'm saying. That's not hard. I'm like, yo, yo, the Rots, they tackle. That would have been hype. Nobody's scared of Terriers. Well, I don't know. Terriers, they bite your ankles and shit. They're very aggressive. They're very smart. They're very aggressive. I'm that's exactly up. what they told us at the meetings. Yeah, I'm sure that's exactly team. where they went. I'm sure that's where they went. It is not ferocious, but I mean, if you give it time, it definitely will wear you down. Like, that's not necessarily what you're looking for in a sports team, but I get it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, good luck to the Washington Not Wolves. Uh, <laughs> I'm cheering for y'all. <laughs> Uh, finally, uh, the Biden administration, uh, Biden's uh, $1 billion bet to make beef cheaper is out there. It's happening. That's right. The White House on, on Monday offered a solution to surging meat prices, an action plan that included investing $1 billion of American Rescue Plan funds to boost competition in the industry and promise to ramp up regulation and enforcement of anti-competition laws. Uh, some experts say the move is unlikely to offer relief at grocery stores right away, though. Uh, Biden administration's investment, which includes grants, loans, money for training, new labeling rules, and ways for farmers to report anti-competitive concerns, is designed to spark competition in the meat processing industry, which is dominated by a small number of massive companies. Uh, The White House urges that the concentration in the sector is chiefly responsible for the higher prices for consumers. More competition will lead to lower prices, according to the administration. I don't know if I believe, I mean, I don't understand business. And I feel like this is a thing that people always say is that the more, um, competition will lead, you know, will pass the savings on to you and all that kind of shit. Um, But I also noticed that we get those savings and then slowly everybody agrees to just inch it on up. Yeah. So like, uh, no, (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't. I don't know. I, again, I don't know business, but <laughs> there's just so much. There's so much here, and I mean, I guess these are. I guess what I'm learning are these are the things that you have to do in order to get the prices down. But yeah. I also wish it was a little bit easier. Yeah, like because like I agree with the ideology. I actually do believe that like. Uh, competition lowers price right. or at the very least makes things fair. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that works in, in businesses where you can have the full range of business sizes, mm. right? Like you can have a real mom and pop operation to a huge thing. Like I think that works in restaurants, right. ideally. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't see that directly working with like meat because it's not like like there's no like local farmer in in Brooklyn, right? You know? Yeah, like, because no. I guess I guess that's who all the grant money and all that kind of shit is for, like the local people, right? Like but, I, I felt like everyone grew for like four companies, right? Like you getting it from Purdue or whatever. Like right. you got all the chicken. There's no like, yeah, I get my chicken actually from homeboy on the on the on the corner. Yeah, okay, you know so I mean? that is an issue. <laughs> like he kind of dope with it, you know. What I mean, his chickens is different. And they only two dollars a, a a chicken or some crazy mm-hmm. shit, you know. So like, I, I feel like the meat industry, like, it has to be run by big companies, right? Like, I I can't I I feel like the smallest meat company is still a big company. Well, I mean, if you think about your local farm to table kind of farmer, right? You know, right. who's like locally sourced in the neighborhood, you know, doing their region, servicing their region. Yeah. And they have a hard time kind of getting a leg up because here comes big cow and, and they're <laughs> laying waste to them. So I understand like the grants and uh, the training to show them how to compete with the big, you know, big cow. But isn't there a way to like cut big cow down? You know <laughs> so what I mean? There. I'm loving all of this. There's so like, many butcher jokes in this. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> isn't there a way... Isn't there a way to, I don't want to, I don't want to hurt the cow, but I do want to take some of its power and give it to smaller like butchers, right? Like smaller meat processing places to even it out a bit. I guess I'm just talking about socialism, right? Am I I just saying, isn't there just socialism for the, for the beef? (laughs) Every time I'm like, what if they did? And then I'm like, oh, that's socialism (laughs) every time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think we're talking about Animal Farm at this point. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> <I> don't know. <laughs> Boy, if I was well read, I wouldn't be saying these things out loud. I'd be like, "That's a why would you say such a simplistic thing?" But I'm not. So now, listeners get to hear how stupid I am when I'm like, "Why don't we give it to everyone equally?" Yeah. Well, you dummy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh, that's right. Man. So label wishes we were in Cuba right now. Yeah, look, I'm hey everybody, out. either read everything or read nothing. That's it. <laughs> no or in between. Don't have a notion. Know the shit. Yeah. One or the other. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like for the Washington football team mm-hmm. to be renamed Big Cow. <laughs> All you got to do is like and subscribe to the show, baby. <laughs> That's right. 
yeah. Four stars, okay, you still repping this wolf nonsense, okay? Mm-hmm. They don't want that. Five stars, mm-hmm. you see the vision. You want to rock a Washington big cow jersey. Yeah. Respect. Yeah. You still do the red. You a butcher. You good. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. That's a little morbid. <laughs> but, yes, you could do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's true we could you could just have a, a cow with gold and burgundy spots it, it's stylish you could do it it's, it could be done if you got any uh articles you'd like us to cover uh please dm us directly at silky jumbo or at gastro monte uh if you uh could draw mm. a, a cow wearing burgundy gold chains and all that <laughs> Just a big cow football player. <laughs> a big cow football player. A big football playing cow. I don't know. Because oh we, we've got we've got submissions. Yeah, so. we, we got some awesome stuff already. We're mm-hmm. sharing all those on on our accounts shortly. Uh, but yeah, send those out. With all that said, I am the general manager of the Washington Big Cow <laughs> Football Team. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Gaston Almonte with the head coach. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Watching the big cow for Team Soleil. We saw. This has been a bonus episode of The War Report. Catch y'all next time. Peace. Catch y'all next week. Peace.